New episode of Look and Talk starts right now. Welcome, one. Welcome, everybody, to uh, yet another edition of Look and Talk. It's your man, Victor, the pod boss in the building. I want to tell everybody out there, to all my moms out there, and to my mom person, I want to wish everybody a happy Mother's Day because this is a Mother's Day edition of Look and Talk. We got a great podcast in store for y'all today. Having a round with your boy today. From Helen, from the California, a honing down in LA. She is the host of the Coffee with Kendra podcast, bringing the coffee to look and talk. It's Kendra. How you doing, Kendra? Oh, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I love the intro, by the way. I just had to tell you that I'm doing well, though. Great day for me. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. How, how's it holding down in sunny California, a? Man, it's getting warm. I'm getting excited about that. Um, you know, it's getting warm, so. We over here trying to get this bikini body ready. You know what I'm saying? Because it's going to be a hot mommy summer. Okay. She says. And that does not involve hoeing. Okay. That just means you're just going to be looking good as a mom. That's all. (laughs) Well, speaking of moms, what do you want to tell your mom on Mother's Day? What's your Mother's Day message to your mama? Oh, that was so sweet. Um, Mommy, I love you. You're my everything. (laughs) Seriously. Yes. Yes, I agree. Mine would be, Mama, thank you. I love you. You gave me life. You know what I'm saying? And earlier this year, you took COVID personally. I had COVID, and I would have you staying with you at the time, and you took it personally. You uh-huh. did everything to help me get over COVID. So, you know what I'm saying? I know, I know it may seem like I hate you. It may seem like you get a bad rap on things, but Mama, at the end of the day, you've been holding it down. I appreciate it. I hope you have a lit Mother's Day. And also to all my all the women out there who are mothers and stuff are holding it down. I hope y'all have an amazing Mother's Day. To all the women that earned it, you know what I'm saying? That's really out here grinding, out here doing it, out here yes. being the mom they can be. You earned it. You know, y'all need to be celebrated today. Do your thing, you know what I'm saying? Because y'all don't give up. So hey, let's turn up today, you know what I'm saying? Hey. And, yeah, I'm going to sound a little petty and Sanders, but I'm going to give a shout out to the men that got to play both roles. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. Shout out to the single fathers out there. Yes. yes. Shout out to the dads that got to play their mom and dad. That ain't easy. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? To all my moms that back in the day, mamas, grandmamas, everybody turn up today. Take a mama out or something. You know what I'm saying? Hold it down. All right, all right, Kendra. First, so let's let's get to know you a little bit. Since you have a podcast called Coffee with Kendra, I was wondering, what's your favorite coffee? Oh my God, that that varies by the season. Sometimes it's um, French, sometimes it's Colombian. Um, I think right now I'm on some espresso because I'm just out of you know. My tolerance is, you know, very high. So I'm basically having espresso every day. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm slowly about to get on that espresso life. You know what I'm saying? Now, hot coffee don't really do it for me because I work overnight and ruined hot coffee for me. So I'll just drink the coffee, okay. the energy drinks, you know what I'm saying? So Okay. Now, on the flip side, what's a, favorite, what's a coffee that you tell everybody, stay the hell away from, do not buy this coffee, it's a waste of your money. Oh my God, if you ever buy me 7-Eleven coffee, I will think you fucking don't like me. You fucking hate me. That coffee is trash. Literally, it's trash. 7-Eleven okay? coffee? Yes, it's disgusting. I don't know why everybody like it. Like, literally, every time I go, you have 7-Elevens out there? 
Yeah, we got seven eleven in Florida. Every time I go, it's like a crowd, especially in the morning. It's a crowd of people, you know, whipping up their coffee. And I'm like, how do y'all drink this shit? Damn, is it something about seven eleven coffee that the people don't know that you want to tell? It's nasty. I don't know why the hell y'all drinking it. I can't. I, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't matter what blend they use. It's nasty. Damn, that's bad. So tell me this: What's your favorite place to get coffee? Is it a is it a national store or a local shop? Because I, I don't know how y'all feeling about Starbucks, but no, yeah, it's, but it's actually Starbucks. <laughs> oh. Word. Hey, I hit it it's on the Starbucks. Campaign. It's Starbucks. A black coffee. You can't let me tell you. You can't go wrong if you just give me a black coffee. A black hot coffee, a black iced coffee. You're good. I, I'm happy. Now, <laughs> she said she just want that shit black. Don't put nothing in it. Nah, nah. Sometimes, sometimes I do. Sometimes if I it's like if you know, sometimes if you have like well, like for me, sometimes I have a sweet tooth and I want coffee, then that's when I'll put like a little you know, some dairy-free cream in there. Okay, okay. I feel yeah, like I feel then I'll sweeten it, yeah. <laughs> I feel it, I feel it. So tell me about your podcast. How did you come up with Coffee with Kendra? Okay, so this is a funny story because Coffee was Coffee with Kendra was just created uh, to be like a personal page slash blog. Um, so my when when I we was creating a page, I was talking to my kids like you know help me come up with a name, and my daughter and and we were throwing stuff out there like you like coffee, and so she my daughter actually came up with Coffee with Kendra. So it was just a page. It was just a page that I just was getting on there and like kind of like talking here and there, telling stories and like just you know, posting pictures of myself. And then it became a podcast and it was just the perfect podcast name. It was no point in changing that name because it fit for a podcast. Because I see, I kind of see my podcast as like a, a talk show slash pod. Like it's, you know, it's, it's more, I feel like it's got more of a talk show vibe, you know? Yeah, I actually feel the same way about look and talk sometimes when I be long yeah. and stuff. So I kind of I feel you on that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now talk about your latest episodes. You attract men. I'm like, oh, tell me talk to me about the thinking behind that episode. Okay, so yes, the thing behind that episode is I attract blank. So that's supposed to be blank. And you were supposed to fill in what it is that you feel like you attract. And so that episode came about because I always see people say these things like, oh, I attract broke dudes. I, I attract, you know, bums. I attract unemotional or unavailable, emotionally unavailable men and guys, too. Like, I attract crazy girls and blah, blah, blah. And so and I was that girl, too. I, I, I thought this at one point in time, too, when I was younger. I'm like, why am I attracting these dudes that like to cheat on me? You know, like I was thinking that. <laughs> but, you know, as I've grown and learned more about myself and became more self-aware, I've learned that we don't attract anything. We choose these people. Accountability is not being taken when we say I attract this type of person. So you don't attract that type of person. You accept that type of person because people present who they are and you have the option 
to date them or to not date them or to deal with them and not deal with them. And what happens is we deal with them and we continue to deal with the same type of person and then say, oh my God, I don't know what it is. I attract this type of person. But no, you're choosing that type of person. So that episode is actually about taking accountability. So um, it's a great headliner, but it's about you listen, we need to take accountability. I chose you. I'm choosing this type of man. I'm choosing this type of woman. You don't attract, we don't have anything on us that literally attracts a certain type of person. You feel me? <laughs> no, I feel you on that. And you're actually getting into what I want to cover later in the episode. Okay. You know what I'm saying about okay, good, accountability. Good. We kind of talked about touching on a little bit, but I definitely, mm-hmm. you know what I'm We definitely, um, we definitely um choose who we want to tolerate and choose who we give second chances to. And then oh, yeah. yeah, when we look crazy, like I said, I- I'm guilty of it too. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know what? I shouldn't have given you a second chance, but I think it's on because of circumstances and because yeah. sometimes it's just better to be by yourself than to give certain people a second chance is what I've learned. <laughs> Pretty much. And uh, yeah, pretty much. I'm going to have to agree with you hundred percent. Uh-huh. Yeah, so coffee with the girls. What's it like having having doing a podcast with the ladies? Oh, that's always fun. I think it's always fun to have just that open conversation. Um, and I like to tell everybody that comes to my podcast, man or a woman, to just be yourself. I don't. I I don't have to agree with what it is that you say, think, or feel. But you're open to speak whatever it is that you say, think, <laughs> you know, or feel. And I'm okay with that. Like we, this is a place where we can come and have conversations, and and sometimes like grow from the conversation. Like I might be opposed to what it is that you come and say initially, but after you tell me the story behind what it is, why your opinion is that, you might even change my thought process because I'm a rigid ass person. Like I'm just being honest. I'm rigid. So. So, you know, a podcasting has actually done that to me. Some of the things that I had opinions on has changed, you know, because I'm able to have conversations, open conversations with people and not like, like, I don't want my conversations to be like, they're not debatable. Like, we're just, you know, this is how I feel. This is how you feel. Oh, okay. You know, um, so that's, that's always fun. Um, especially, uh, I think with the girls, what I, what I usually, what I call myself trying to do anyway, is, uh, allow my, uh, my life stories to be, um, helpful to somebody, you know, you know, and I think, I think women my age, you know, kind of think that we all got it together and we, you know, this is who we are. Um, so I think maybe I might have a better chance <laughs> of, uh, you know, kind of teaching and shedding light on younger women. So I don't care who it is really, but I just want women specifically to learn from my experiences because I didn't have someone to show me or kind of guide me through, you know, this dating world. So that's why I share those stories um, with, you know, I do it with the guys too, but with the girls is always fun because I think we just, we relate to each other, obviously. Right. Yes. Yes. I feel that same way. Um, uh, Cause I, that, cause I do a podcast called the guys only round where it's me and a couple of guys where it's a married band and two other single guys and we all come together and we all agree on the same thing, which which reminds me, the next week's episode will be the anniversary of that, the one-year anniversary of the guys. Wow. Only. Yes, Congrats because, on that. Yes, because every it seems like every year, once a month, we come together. We come together, us black men having therapy. We talking about us men issues. We we being the OGs, you know what I'm saying? We giving some light to um 
to brothers and stuff. Yes. And shout out to Don, Marco, and Jogi. You know what I'm saying? They bought into it because I was like, we need a form for us, you know what I'm saying? Because us this men, we true. don't talk about things and yeah. stuff. You know what? We need that kind of forum. So it's yeah. like, and I was inspired by another podcast to go ahead and start it. And the three guys, they bought into it. And guess what? Every month, it's like we've, it's been a staple of looking talk. We need to have this guys only talk, you know what I'm saying? So, wow. And I also, love that. I'm going to have to check that out. Yes, yes, yes. Got to check it out. And also, shout out to the open minded women that listen that be like, hey, I'll be learning stuff because I've had some ladies tell me that, that hey, I'll be learning from y'all. I said, you know what? Y'all are the real MVPs because, hey, I'll be listening to all the all girls podcasts too because y'all be helping us put on game. Seriously, you know what? I I'm that I haven't I, I was unaware of this podcast, but I'm that woman. I love to hear a man's perspective. So if you even if you listen to my podcast, I'll do a podcast and then I'll come back and bring a man to to bring his opinion about what it is that I said. I always want to know what it is and how you guys are thinking because we women we can only help each other so much because we're not men, you know. So. We need to hear what you guys actually think, feel, and want, you know, so that we can be better. We can only help each, each other get so far. But I think, you know, having an open ear uh, when men are talking, you know, there's something to be said about that. Yes. Now, I usually ask this at the end, but you know what? The last person I asked this to, they were bold and said, no, I want to know nothing from the men. So what do you want to know from the men? What would you like to know what wants to speak on? Like, what's, what's the question you want to know answered by the men? I want to know why you guys sit, why you guys, uh, okay, how can I put this? Why do you guys entertain Instagram baddies when those are not the women you want to marry? Oh, that's that's a good one. That is definitely a good one. You know what I'm saying? I feel like everybody entertains what they want on for social media, but it, but in reality, what they need is the one not on social media. And I think it takes a mature man to realize that because you got to ask yourself, can the Instagram baddie do this? Can she do that? You know what I'm saying? And it goes both ways, honestly, because I feel like Women, y'all do it too. You know what I'm saying? It might not be prevalent, but some. Well, I don't think. I, okay, so I'm not going to say we don't do it, but I mean, insta. I said that because what happens is when you guys are, you know, giving all this attention, the likes and the repost of Instagram baddies, what it does for us regular women is we think that this is what they want. So it feeds us the wrong message. This is what they want. They want they want us to look like a Coke bottle and nothing else matters. So we have women here that are, you know, either making themselves look like a Coke bottle or trying to reveal everything they do have to appeal to you visually because you guys it it you, you it's like lost in transaction. Like you guys like looking at that, you like fucking that, you like playing with that, but you don't want to marry that. But Oh, as a woman, we're not thinking like that. We're thinking, okay, well, if you like her, then this is what you like. You know, we're not thinking this is not wife material. So it sends the wrong message. And I don't think men are like, if there's not too many men that like can have like thirst traps, you know, like it's not a lot of men that like show revealing pictures all the time that will be quote unquote, you know, Instagram male baddies. Like it, the percentage is low is what I'm saying. 
Yeah, the percentage is low, but I know some women that manage to find them, you know. And, <laughs> and, and some of you, they do, they do. It's, and it's like. I'm not going to fight you on that. <laughs> I mean, they out there. It's like, mm. we be saying the same thing because y'all know y'all have y'all thirst shop of those man, man actors and stuff. And it was so bad. I saw on social media today, like, no, damn, so Idris, I can't pronounce his name, but the guy that played on Snowfall. Idris, uh -huh. so bad. Yeah, um, somebody sent somebody sent him a DM saying stop posting. I'm like, bruh, if you don't quit being insecure, my nigga. Wow, stop a guy sent him Yeah, they sent him a a voice message saying, bruh, stop posting because every time you post, my girl goes missing for a few days. Well, bruh, if your girl goes missing, or well, either stop doing shit to make her go dissing, or go find you another woman. <laughs> You don't hate the player, you hate the game. You yeah, can't be at, mad this at, point, at this point, you have to hate the game, you know what I'm saying? Because you can't hate all the players, you know what I'm saying? Shit. He's doing him. Exactly. <laughs> so what's something about podcasting you wish you would have known before you got started? Oh, that's a good question. Okay. Um, I wish I would have... I wish I would have known that I needed to create my own space in the podcast world. So not that I feel like I don't have my own space, but had I did maybe more research before I just jumped all in, um, I would have... I don't know, maybe a better podcast because so here's the thing. We all talk about the same things, right? A lot of us talk about the same things in different ways, different conversations, this perspective, different opinions. Um, but had I had I not known that they there are different avenues, maybe I would have uh, created like a different lane for myself, so to speak. That's real. That's real. You know what I'm saying? Because there's definitely a lot of lanes in podcasting. There's about 50 yeah. million of them. Yeah. So when somebody tells someone stop creating a podcast, I look at them like, man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you think we tell that person to start that podcast? No, yeah. no, we got too many. No, fuck that. No, we don't. There's no such thing. Do we have too many TV shows? Too many movies? Exactly. Oh. But people still go there and watch, you know what I'm saying? So how did okay. you know that this your podcast was really going to be something you could stick to? And because what, what you find is you'll have people that start the podcast, but then life all of a sudden happens and they're not recording anymore. Or, you know, there's a lot of podcasts that sit on Apple Podcasts still stuck at episode seven or eight or nine or ten. That is that true. In months. So mm -hmm. what made you say, I'm going to stick to this and I'm going to keep pushing? Okay, so there's two things, okay? One, I don't know, I don't believe in anything half-assed. So if I do anything, I do 100, period. There's no in-between for me. I can't give it 75, I can't give it 50. If it got my name attached to it, it's going to get 100, okay? So that's the first thing. Second thing is it's an outlet for me because I like to, I'm very, very creative and I get so many ideas 
like so many ideals. And this was actually a place where I can like explore all of those ideals. Like, and I can, I can put my visions to life through content, you know, whether that be something that I'm talking about or my visuals or uh, some type of sound effects. It, it's a, it's, it's a, um, what is it called? I don't want to say therapy, but it's definitely an outlet for me. And when I saw that people, some people actually like listening to it or like, uh, my content um, that just let me know like, okay, cool. Yeah. Not only is this something I enjoy doing, but some people actually enjoy watching and listening to me. Agreed. Agreed. I, it's like, I, I know that that same feeling, like when you at somewhere at a networking event, people say, oh, you got a podcast and then they look it up and they see, oh, wow. They, they're checking it out. I'm like, wow. Of all the things I went to networking events for, podcasting is the one that's like everybody was you tell them you got a podcast that faces like light up they're asking um, you more questions they're being more engaging with you so that's yeah. kind of you know what i got something here that hasn't happened to me yet i haven't um yeah that hasn't happened to me yet i haven't been able to get to any like uh podcasting event or i haven't like been anywhere i don't know i, I guess I, i'm i'm kind of secretive about my podcast <laughs> In some circles, in some huh? circles, I'm secretive, but in some circles, I'm like, man, tell everybody, you know what I'm saying? And this is, I'm not even talking about just going to podcast events. I'll be going to networking events, like with other business people and stuff. Yeah, and that's something I, got, I have to get a chance. As mm-hmm. soon as I get a chance to do that, I probably will try it, but I haven't got a chance. Like, I guess it's just been virtual for me <laughs> since yeah, I started. Yeah, virtual because of COVID. Yeah. Yeah, this this virtual world is just crazy, but hey. It's rough out here. It's rough out here in these streets. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Liquor Talk. The more you drink, the better we sound. Love, thank you for tuning in. Whether you listen to this on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever the hell you get your podcasts at, tell a friend to pour it up and let's enjoy this conversation. Coffee and liquor tonight, you ladies and gentlemen, on this edition, ladies and gentlemen. Let's keep it going. Let's keep the vibes going right here, right now. So tell me, what's your favorite kind of liquor i don't drink oh more power to you she don't drink <laughs> y'all more power to you you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah i don't more power to you i'm not drinking um so what you want so what's your what's your end game out of podcast what you want to get out of this um that's a another good question <laughs> um this might sound crazy, but I can't say. Okay, so like, I can't really say I have a goal. Now, since I have noticed that I put hard work and energy into my podcast and into my content, you know, a payment would be nice. You know, <laughs> it would be nice to get a, a, a check, you know, get some checks out of this. Um, I would say... I would be happy to have like a, a nice like TV show or something. That would be great. Um, but I think at the end of the day, it's it's more for me to just be creative. Um, and if I can profit from that, that's great. If I don't profit from it, if I don't profit from it, then that's great too, because this is my outlet and I don't have many outlets. Like I literally don't. Um, the gym was my outlet. They shut that down. So then I had to like, you know, create a home workout type of routine. So like now this is really my outlet. So I'm going to do it regardless. 
No, I totally feel you there. It's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like we kind of think in the same way because it's like I love for this look at talk just to be a late night talk show, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Either late night or early in the morning, it don't matter, you know what I'm I saying? I don't give a fuck what time. Yeah, I don't give a <laughs> just fuck. Have me. If, if I'm not on somebody nine to five, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sitting there yes. dealing with people, you know, as long as I'm not on my nine to five, I can do something for me. I can create a table for me and help my people out, you know what I'm saying? Kind of like mm-hmm. what Tom Perry did, you know what I'm saying? He got his table through acting and stuff and mm-hmm. he built his thing, you know what I'm saying? That's that's amazing, y'all. So so it can't be done. Well, yeah. Anyway, let's get into some trending topics, you know what I'm saying? So with the spirit of Mother's Day, what do you think all these damn gender reveals you see on social media and you see people pouting if they don't get the if they don't get the boy or girl they want, and I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? I don't know. Like we ha- we live in a generation of spoiled pussies. Like everybody is spoiled oh. in their punks. So we live in that world. So that's what what that all. I didn't. You know, like you should be grateful that you were able to carry a healthy child to full term okay and then i don't i think the whole gender reveal thing is i mean how many parties do we need to have like you know how many parties do we need to have Um, (laughs) and some of them is having gender reveals and we don't even know who the daddy is can we reveal that can we reveal that Can you take your ass to Maury? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, and I'm not saying they don't know who the daddy is because they do. But the thing is, women are out here getting pregnant for a sport. You know, they're getting pregnant. They don't have a man. They don't care if they have a man. You know, wait, they freezing the eggs and going to go have a, you know, to have a kid later, you know. Um, and it's like, I don't know. I think when my when I was younger, when people got pregnant, we would be like, oh, congratulations, you know, you and such and such. Like, I, you know, I'm so happy for y'all. Now people just pop up pregnant. You're like, mm, well, who's the daddy? Because you ain't really got no man. I mean, so. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like, I feel like people <laughs> the wrong people raw. It's like, you know, if you're going to do something. Have a plan B. It ain't that much to get damn yeah, plan B. Yeah. And some, and what I've been told by some ladies is some insurance policies that women have, they can get the plan B for free. So I'm like, if you're going to fuck the wrong they person, can. then you need to have a backup plan and stop having babies with the wrong people. And also, you need to be grateful for what you have. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Maybe it's not easy to be a girl dad or a boy yeah. mom. Why does that it's matter? Good. Legit, like, why does that matter? Why are you not like grateful that the baby is here and healthy? Exactly. And then I'd be seeing some people have all these babies and like they did because they desperate to have a boy or a girl. I'm like, oh no, oh, we're man. not doing that. Mm-mm. At some point, you gotta give it up because it's just too risky. Listen, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Oh, how many times you want to bust that shit open on the table? How many times? Your body not tired. <laughs> I'll be like, God damn. It's like that's why I'll be seeing some people having nonsense. I'm like, how the hell are you you taking steroids for your baby? You <laughs> what are y'all doing? I don't know. It's not that serious. I think that we, we need to we need to uh show some more gratitude and, and stop being spoiled. Like, you know, like you 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 that's not life is not about you get whatever you want. Uh, clearly, or if you wanted a, a, a boy, you would get a boy. That's not how life works. We need to really sit down and show some gratitude and stop being spoiled. 
Yes, because there are truly some people that that want to have kids for years, but they ain't never have. They can't have them exactly. So they yeah. just adopt somebody else's kid and love the hell out of them. Yeah. And also, shout out to the adopted parents as well, the people yeah. that take other people in, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because it takes hard to do that. Not the ones that just adopt the kids and treat them like shit. If you're going to do that, then leave their ass. Yeah, yeah you trash for that. You Trying really to receive are. a check. You just going to just collect the check while they didn't treat them like shit. No, nah, you need to be yeah. going to jail for child neglect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you don't kind of parents, do not celebrate Father's Day or Mother's Day. You trash. <laughs> You are definitely trash. <laughs> <laughs> now, getting back to what you were talking about earlier about who we attract, you know what I'm saying? It's like, why don't people take accountability for themselves? This is something, yeah, that's a that's a great question. It's something that I think we lack. And I don't know, I don't know if it's is the way that that we're raised because here's my thing since I'm aware of my own accountability now I'm enforce I'm enforcing it upon my kids right so like um <laughs> my son will be mad if he heard this but he he uh he broke this thing that's on my stationary bikes he broke it off right and so I said stay off of the bike just don't get on the bike you're not welcome on the bike stay away from the bike okay he said okay but at some point he got back on the bike and I have fixed the little thing I put it back on there and he got back on the bike and the little the little meter that tells you you know how many miles you you uh, have rode or whatever is broke um and so I'm like I, I get I'm at my bike and I'm like did you break this again he's like oh no I didn't break that I don't know what happened, right? So I was like, okay, cool. Were you were you on my bike again? He said, yeah, I was on the bike again. Didn't I tell you not to get on the bike again? He's like, yeah, but I don't know how that happened. So he was like, I don't want, why are you blaming me, you know, for, for breaking the bike? I'm, and I'm telling him, I don't care about the bike being broken. I just need you to be accountable that you did that. You were on, let's, let's say you didn't even break the bike. Let's just hold yourself accountable for getting on my bike after I told you not to get on it because you said you're not, you wasn't supposed to, we both agreed that you weren't supposed to be on it, but you did admit to me that you got back on it because this whole thing was, why are you blaming me for breaking this? But I was like, no, I, I just need you to take accountability for getting back on the bike when you weren't supposed to be on the bike instead of saying I got on the bike and I don't know how this you know the this little piece got broken so if I think back I don't think I was held accountable as a kid growing up did I get in trouble yeah but when you get in trouble and you're not broken down why you're in trouble you just know, okay, I did something I wasn't supposed to be doing, but I don't think accountability was taught to me in all actuality. Like I'm thinking about it. I don't think I was as taught to be accountable as a person, right? Let alone a woman in a relationship, you know, we, I don't know that we're taught to be accountable and we, we are so quick to become victims when something happened. Right. And st- like I said, my son, he was a victim, right? I just was on it. Now it's broke. Right. You know? So when something happens, it's like, Oh no, um, you know, this person did me like this and this is happening to me. And I, I, you know, yeah, well I did this because you did this and I wouldn't have acted like this if you wouldn't act like this. And that's no accountability. Right. I'm just victimizing myself. I'm acting this way because of something that you did. So indeed I might be 
acting out because of something that you did. But regardless of what you did, I have to hold myself accountable for the way that I reacted to what you did. Hello. You're right. Damn sure right. You know what I'm saying? I don't think accountability was taught to us as kids. You know what I'm saying? I think yeah. our generation, it definitely got our parents were we just, just got ass whooping. <laughs> yeah, it. we just got our asses whooped. We didn't even get broken down accountable. Like, why is this wrong? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Later in life, we learned that growing up, when we grew up, it's amazing how much you learn when you just become a grown up, you know what I'm saying? Not live with your parents anymore. So Yes. 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 Like you it I mean it 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 definitely um it definitely takes some growing, you know, and that doesn't come with age. That comes with like self-reflection. Like just because you 35 don't mean you 35. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you have to really sit back and and give yourself the give yourself space and time so something that I did and I still do was after every breakup I would ask myself regardless of what he did I would ask myself what was I doing wrong right and not to say like I wasn't trying to say I did something to cause him to act however he acted but I just wanted to think about where did I go wrong in this relationship? Was there anything that I did in this relationship that was not um, that was not conducive to a healthy relationship? Right. And I will always think sometimes I couldn't think of anything. Sometimes I thought of little things, you know, that I did. But I allowed myself to self-reflect, you know, um, for example, one of my boyfriends after we broke up. I did the same thing, you know, what, what could I have done better maybe in this relationship? And I know what I could have did better in that relationship was, um, I felt like I was nagging a lot and complaining a lot and not actually trying to have conversations with him about the things that I wanted and needed from him. I was just, you know, I guess I was just assuming he knew what he was supposed to do for me. And I would just be like, you know, you need to do this. And why aren't you doing this? And I I just felt like I was being a complainer. Right. So whether that be true or not, that's my self observation of that relationship. So for the next relationship that I got into, I said, you know what, I need to have conversations with my man. I need to not just assume that he knows what I want and then get upset with him when he doesn't, he doesn't, he falls short of what it is that I want. And I think that when we don't give ourselves that space to grow relationships, cause you to do a hell of a lot growing. You yes. learn so much more about yourself being with another person than you do being single. So if we just allow ourselves that time, I see a lot of women and men, they just get out of a relationship and, and, get back into a new one, right? Get back into a new one. And and I'm going to talk for women, women and not all women, but some women are just like, well, that relationship ended because he cheated on me and he did this, this, and this. And even though he cheated on you and that was wrong, well, do we ever ask ourselves, why did he cheat on me? Was there, anything, was there anything that I did or didn't do? Because my thing is, I always wanted to I literally need to check off all the boxes. Okay. So if I cheat, I know you just a dog. I need to check all of these boxes. <laughs> so when you, when you go, when you come out of a relationship and you just, 
you play that victim game of, you know, well, our relationship would have, wouldn't have ended had he not cheated and there's no self-reflection. Then you're on to the next guy and you're repeating those same actions. And then we hear, oh, men are trash because there was no accountability on your end. There was no self-reflection on your end. So you took everything that about yourself and what you were doing in that relationship and you hopped into another relationship with a different guy expecting a different outcome. Yes, that that is the definition of insanity. And I'm glad you hit the nail on the part. And I feel you on the self-reflection. I did some self-reflecting, you know what I'm saying? I said, you know what? I definitely, I got to put my foot down, you know what I'm saying? I just can't just like, and I, I learned the hard way. You don't ever give a person space because if you give a person space, that's going to open the door for someone else to walk around. Right oh, yeah, in. we don't do spaces or breaks. Uh, hell no. Mm -hmm. We're going to this, we to the end. this shit out right now. Okay, you know? oh, okay. are you done? Because if you're done, you can go. If not, we're going to figure this shit out. <laughs> no, because we, we got to come together, you know what I'm saying? Because you know I'm not always like this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, and you also got to learn to be with people that are willing to compromise, you know what I'm saying? And yes. If you see, and also, you can't be self-centered. If you see somebody's not vibing at a place, leave. Shit. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You got you to gotta keep your person happy, you know what I'm saying? That's why a lot of relationships do fail. Now, stand with accountability. Why the hell don't a lot of these women like Kevin Samuels? Because it's like... I didn't know about him until I got on social media and was scrolling. They were going in on him. And then one night I'm at work. I'm just playing his videos. And this man in here dropping dimes and stuff. And he never really goes in on his exes and stuff. And people are like, are you gay and stuff? I'm like, why the fuck y'all don't like to hear the truth? You know what I'm saying? What the fuck is wrong with y'all? <laughs> First of all, let me say, Kevin Samuels, I am a huge fan, okay? I'm about to ride for you, okay? <laughs> you the first woman that said, I'm going to ride for Kevin Samuels. I'm going to ride for Kevin real quick, okay? So the thing is, there. here's the thing. Ke what Kevin Samuels does is he holds women accountable, okay? And also so he holds women accountable, too. Yeah, yeah no, exactly, exactly. So that, that's my thing, too. They be so mad at him. But see, I if, if I'm intrigued by something, then I go and I inform myself about it. Right. It's Kevin Samuels. I was intrigued. I was like, OK, this this man knows he's talking about. I mean, he's making some sense here. Let me go see what he about. And, and so when I did that, I looked at his his old videos popped up, too. He originally started talking to men. And telling he did. men he did. originally he was here for the men. He was help, trying to help men be better. Um, and he he's made a, a a switch to women now, but he still does men. So he doesn't tell women that you need to be this, this, and this. But he also tells men. Um, so for women to say things like, "Oh, he he hate women," or "He gay," it's like, well, have you did your research? Are you just you judging him from one clip that you saw on Instagram? Not only that, yeah, exactly. Not only that, but the thing is, with the stuff that he says, it hits home for people, for women, and they don't want to hear the truth, right? They don't want to hear the truth. Women are out here thinking that we can look any kind of way. Let me not say any kind of way. Okay, so what he says is that women are trying, men, women are asking for things they don't necessarily deserve, for lack of a better word, right? So you're asking for a guy to have this, this, and this, but for example, he'll point out that you haven't even healed from a past relationship. 
You mm-hmm. haven't even figured out how to be in a relationship, but you're asking for a guy with a, a certain amount of, of, of money, you know, and he'll break that down for them and they don't like it. One of the reasons why they don't like it is because accountability, right? Women can't take the truth. We don't want to hear the truth. You know, we you don't want you to tell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, and I know, because I know when men speak their truth on social media about their expenses, it's like, they, get dragged. Um, they just get blasted. And also, me personally, there's been so many women I don't block on Twitter because I just spoke my mind and they got something negative to say, like, I'm like, you don't get your fitness ass out of my DMs. And yeah, but, out my but see, the thing is, why can't men talk? Why can't, why can't, not only can, why can't y'all talk, but why can't we listen? Why are we so quick to listen to each other? Not saying that we can't teach and help each other, but why is it okay for us to listen to each other, but we can't listen to a man? The, the, the object of the game, if you are a heterosexual woman, most of us want men. We want a man, okay? I don't give a fuck what girls is saying out here saying like, ah, you know, I'll just be single for the rest of my life and I'm so happy. I don't care what y'all say. Most of us want men, right? So if this is something that we want, why can't we listen to them? Why do we feel like we can just show up and be like, listen, (laughs) I'm a woman. You want me, right? Well, what you you gonna do to get me, huh? You know, so I I'm not, it's like we, we just live in this, we live in this world that is almost controlled by women and you, and, and, and for me, I just feel like what, what it's doing is when we not allow men to speak and we don't uh, take accountability and in a lot of ways it's, it's causing men to become more feminine because we only want, like we want to, women kind of want to mold out this man instead of accepting the men that we have and letting them tell us, look, I need X, Y, and Z. And then we go, okay, bet. Let me give this man X, Y, and Z. Instead of saying, listen, I got X, Y, and Z, and this is what you want. Um, I think that's where the disconnect is is coming from. Women trying to tell me and what they want. And then when y'all say what y'all want, that's when we don't want to hear it. Nah. (laughs) <laughs> exactly and that, that's definitely where the disconnect comes because there'll be some men and then there'll be some men that just caving in to trying to cave in I'm like nah it's like yeah that's what I'm saying men are conforming to it like look I am what I am this is what I got to offer what do you have to offer let's make it work you know what I'm saying yes it's, that's like old days exactly I feel like we overcomplicate relationships so much and we are we we think that that our love life is supposed to be a movie and that's not the way that it works you know you know it's like no. we we gotta go back to we gotta go back to like back in the day because it was so much and I'm not going to say it's easy. Either relationships have never been easy, never going to be easy. But the overcomplication of dating and being with somebody, I feel like we have we have made it more complicated than it has to be by one. It really is because of social media. Everybody keeping up with social media. Is relationship the, they, goals. They want, relationship <laughs> goals. They want the trips and stuff. They want the $200 dates. I had this one girl just blast me, call me a broken because I'm like, I'm not about to take no woman on a $200 date. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I barely don't know. No, I'm not about to take you on no damn date. A $200 date. Because when going somewhere like when going somewhere to have a drink or something like at a bar or something works just fine. It does. It does. See, here's the thing. Like women, we're, we are put placing a value on ourselves with money. And so we want a man, but it's like, 
some women have it in their head. Well, if he spends a certain amount of money on me, that's how much he likes me or that's how much he he thinks I'm worth. And in reality, it's, it has nothing. It really has nothing to do uh, with money. A man should not have to spend two hundred dollars on you just to figure out if he likes you or not. You gonna, you guys going to be together for 30 to maybe maybe an hour, maybe an hour and a half and eat. That shouldn't cost twenty five uh, two hundred dollars uh, to know that. And it's like we're calling a guy cheap when it's like, well, he hasn't, he's, you're single. You haven't decided who you haven't found a woman that you want to be with. Obviously that's why you date. Right. So if you are a single man and you're trying to find a girlfriend, right. You go on, let's say four dates a month, which is, that's not even a lot before dates a month, whether it be the same woman or four women. But if you do, if you're doing $400 dates, right. You, that's $800 a month. Why Hell should you no. be out of that much money for four days? You know what I'm saying? Like that, yeah. but that's how dating works. You're supposed to continue to date. They shouldn't cost you two hundred dollars. It really shouldn't. If you go, if you costing, if if it's two hundred dollars dates, you might be sugar daddy at some point. Yeah, that just might be that. that that's that yeah, situation exa exactly. Exactly. I'm, there ain't no way in hell you about to spend eight hundred dollars on no damn day. You not about to spend a month of rent somewhere, you know, <laughs> on a freaking date. Or you don't know if this person is gonna be the one or not. When you know damn well after probably the first or second date, you know damn well when that it's gonna go somewhere. And it's just, yeah. and yeah. it's like we, us, we gotta put our foot. We gotta continue to put our foot down. And it's you like do. if we got if we gotta deal with the broke ass men, women that want to call us broke and stuff and cost everything but the child of God. Then that's on them because they're gonna be looking at one day and they're gonna wonder why they ain't single. Now I will say to you, to us men, we gotta do a better job of court. You know what I'm saying? We gotta do a better job yeah. of picking up on the signs that this person is for us, this person ain't for us. You know what I'm saying? We gotta do definitely do a better job of that because you know what I'm saying? Because if we can't pick up, if it goes to multiple dates and you can't pick up that this girl's just playing you, then bro, I'm gonna look at you like you crazy. Or she just ain't the one, like. She just ain't the one. I think men are some some men are just so caught up on looks that they will bypass so many things just to be with a woman that looks a certain way. Yeah, so we like, can't do that no more. It's like that that I, I was guilty of that in college, but I'm not guilty of that now. It's like, you know, look, what the hell can you do for me? I know, I know you might have a hard body now, but what the hell can you do for me? You know what I'm saying? If, yeah. If, if it's what the hell I can do for you, and if they if we can come to a and work things out, then hey, I don't need the exactly. hard ass body, you know what I'm saying? Because, but and also, I don't need the, or a lot, of, a lot of women want men with money, but guess what? That man with money, he probably got you. He probably got another woman, you know what I'm saying? You might Bill not Gates, even, okay. might be on the bench. I don't Bill know. Chuck, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Some people, they just don't get it. It's like this world is just so materialistic and they did very things. Yes, and very. And that's why we don't have the long relationships that last. I mean, some do, but they're like rare. They're rare. It's a small percentage. A very, very small percentage. Yes. Like you, have, you have, but you know, our grandparents' generation, they just were together. They knew how to ride out together. It's because like, they got the, they, because they understood the concept of a relationship. And this is something that Kevin Samuels uh, actually talks about too. They, they understand the concept of a relationship. So we are not going to find that perfect person that we created in our mind because that person doesn't exist, right? We, we're not going to find that, the, 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 that's why I said like relationships are just 
not relationships itself, but the concept of getting mm -hmm. into a relationship and how you go about it is just overrated. Like, I think back then they were more of so like, okay, well, I got this, this, and this I can do for you. And you got this, this, and this you can do for me. And I really like you. You really like me. And they made that work because they committed to that relationship. They committed to the process of that relationship working and not just, oh, we got to get this bag so we can go on trips. And me and my dude about to be right here. And we're going to be doing all, all this, this and this when y'all don't really have a, a real relationship. It's like we, we seek Instagram relationships and we don't really know what it takes to have a real life relationship. Yeah, and it's like I got to point now. If I did find somebody like, look, we not about to do the social media thing. We gonna do each other us uh, because I feel like if we tell social media, everybody's gonna be popping back up. All, yep. all their exes, yep. all of my exes, yep. everybody gonna be popping back up trying to have us. But I'm like, but when you had me, you fumbled. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> and, it's like, and another thing I don't get is like, why the hell do people allow access to people that fumbled them? It's like. If this person's an ex, they should remain an ex. How hard is that to be? Well, I'm I'm on and off about that. I'm I'm hot and cold about that topic because I feel like depending on why the you guys broke up and the duration of uh, the breakup, you know, because sometimes well, people. I'll just make this easy for you. What if it's the toxic ex? The ex that no, you the toxic really gotta, yeah, the toxic can never come back. The toxic exes can never come back. Um, any, I, I feel like, I don't know. I'm, like I said, I'm a little rigid. If you cheated on me, you probably never coming back. Um, if you, you know, if you didn't treat me good enough, you probably never coming back. <laughs> it, it, yeah. Anything that, I don't know, anything that I just, and then not only that, but sometimes Sometimes uh, the person doesn't even grow and become better. Like some people stay where they are. Like if, you, if a guy was toxic, he he might just stay toxic for the rest of his life, you know, yeah. and you still, you know, yeah, no, you're right. We got to stop allowing exes to reenter. Yeah, because unfortunately you might run into the, you might be with somebody, but that person is not going to be okay with you being friends with them because they're going to feel like they're, they're looking over their shoulder because it's like... No. Yes. No. Yeah. No. No, 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 no. You're not friends with your ex. No. Hell no. no. You can say you ever, you can say whatever you want to say, but you're not hanging out with that bitch and ain't nothing... I don't know what the fuck she can like your pictures on Instagram, but that's about it. If you want to call that a friendship because when I come along, I'm shutting shit down, Okay. I'm shutting it down or you just won't have me. <laughs> hey, and us men, we got to have that same standard too because that same like, energy. Yeah, we got to have that same energy because too many people, it's like as soon as they get something good, here comes the toxic person. Yep. Here comes the, the one that you know ain't good. All of a sudden, they want to do right. All of a sudden, they want to start doing the things yep. that that um caused um that they weren't doing. It's like, mm -hmm. that shit only going to last about a good 30 days, you know what I'm saying? Yep. A long yep. enough for you them to secure them, then back to yeah. the don't let no old bitch ruin your your life that you could possibly have with 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 the new with the new woman. You know who knows she that could be your that could be the person you're supposed to marry. So don't let no ex come in, come back talking about some yeah. Let me just talk to you. <laughs> yeah. Now I gotta ask you this. Um, 
as a person with kids, it's, it's hard to date because I hear this a lot. I, because I be hearing women say, "Oh, I won't ever date a single man, a man with kids." And I see, I've heard some men say, "Oh, I won't be with a woman with kids." Now, personally, I'm on the fringe by because someone fucked that up, but I ain't mm-hmm. gonna get into that. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It's like, mm-hmm. is it, it? How is it like being with somebody with kids? Like, help. Talk to me for the people with kids, you know what I'm saying? And why should us people without kids give somebody with kids a chance? Well, I'm going I'm to talk for the women and maybe maybe the men too. So when we're talking about real parents, okay, not people that just got kids and they're not really in the kids' life. We're talking about real-life parents, okay? I'm doing this, like, right now. Um, <laughs> one, if, I, I feel like one advantage that we do have is that usually we are a little bit more uh, mature and we really not. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You, you say mature, but I'm like, I done but, ran into a few, but go on. You, you right. You right. Right. You right. Right. Let me think about that. Cause that's, that's very true actually. And I'm pretty sure you done ran across some men with kids who weren't the brightest apple, you know what I'm saying? No, no, yeah, yeah, de- definitely. So, okay, so dating a person with a kid, it has to be, you have to be, one, you have to be okay with being number two. You're never going to be number one and you need to be okay with that. Um, you can don't you can't date somebody with kids and think that you're going to come first because you're not. And I honestly, if I date somebody with kids, I don't want to come first because that that shows me your, that just shows me your. I don't want to be above your kids. Like, you know, that's not cool. Um, oh, shit, that's a hard question. Um <laughs> Um, so here's the thing, people, we can want whatever it is that we want. If you don't want to deal with somebody that don't have kids, I mean, that, that has kids, you have every right to do so. Um, but what I do want to stress is that me, me or a man having a, a kid or not having a kid, it doesn't make, it does not make us not a catch, you know? So some people, you we might be ruling out a man that's an amazing guy, but since he has a kid, I'm not going to date him, but he's a great guy. Same thing for a woman, right? She could be an amazing woman, but you could lose out on that because that person has a kid. Um, but like I said, I don't really, I'm not, I don't really have an issue with people who don't want to date somebody who has kids. I, I understand that, you know, and I don't, I'm not offended by it. Uh, but if you want to, I think you just need to come and be prepared, you know, and it's not to say that in, in the kids ages matter too, you know, it's not to say that you won't be able to build anything with that person. Usually, I mean, usually single parents don't take, use their, like they use their time wisely. Like it's, I don't have time to be playing with you. Um, <laughs> I failed that question. I don't know. No, you you gave it your best shot. You know what I'm saying? I, you know saying? I tried. You gave it a good crack. You know what I'm saying? I'm this ain't no pass or fail. You I know. know. But it's like, but I've known that I've no. I've, you're right. I will say that some single women with kids are pretty smart, pretty intelligent. I've met some at networking events, and it's like they're really cool people, and they're really out there about their grind. They'll have a baby on their arm, they still grinding. You know what I'm saying? Them I respect, but you have some that just out here acting like a hoe and just acting like the whole. Yeah, but see, that's yeah, and that's why I tried to de- do the exclusion because some of some women they just have kids, they just gave birth, but that don't make you a mother. 
by far. Hello. That don't make you a mother. But can I ask you, what are your reservations? Because you said you don't like to date women with kids n- anymore because somebody ruined that for you, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So what are, you, what are your reservations with, uh, I'm just curious, uh, with uh, dating a woman with kids? I'm like, at this point, it's a she would have to, like, overwhelm me. I'm not saying really overwhelm me. I'm just like, she just have to bring it. It's like, you just got to be yourself, and we got really got to hit it off. And it's just, it's like, I'm saying I wouldn't because, like I said, someone else ruined that for everybody. But I feel like I'm going to get over that. You know what I'm saying? But You will. <laughs> if, if I just feel like if I can get what I need from you and I can provide something you need in return and it's a good vibe and you see it's good vibes and we just consistent with everything and we're good with communication, we'll make it happen. But you have some out here that just, you know, they don't, they don't put forth the effort. Not even some. Like, honestly, I see more good. And I'm gonna I'm talk to the I'm gonna talk to the black people real quick, okay? I don't care. Yeah, the shout out to the black people. That's right. Some, some I'm starting to see more black men step up and be good fathers, and less black women falling and failing being mothers. Um, I, I'm starting to see a lot of black women that that don't have custody of their kids. I'm seeing a lot of black women who are giving birth and the kid is just you know at grandma house and they run in the streets going through dude after dude or are just straight up hoeing you know and not 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 hoeing like a prostitute hoe like a prostitute but just you just out here just doing the do and mm-hmm. there's a lot Taking of black- shirts and stuff while your kid at home i'm like oh you got all this money to travel but what the fuck you doing for your kid right right you have single mothers that don't really want, they don't mention or really talk about their kids. Um, there's uh black women who are not that they have the kid in home, but they're just being terrible fucking role models to those little girls and, and boys, you know, like, like the, I just see so many black women just dropping the ball in parenting. Like I'm just being honest and I'm, I'm starting to see more black men actually step the fuck up and, and do what they are supposed to be doing um, as a father. And, and they're, and they're they're just being overlooked because the the women who who have these black fathers, um, baby fathers, they don't even talk about it. You don't even hear about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm listen. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm judgmental. Okay, so I'll I'll see I'll see a girl that like has a kid, and then if, if I go to her Instagram and she got like her ass up and she she's like you know getting getting uh, bottles poured in her mouth. I'm just like I. I question your Damn, mother. Like, I, I, I question your parenting. And I don't see I don't see I don't see that I don't see a lot of that in black fathers. Yeah. And that was my little rant. You a real one. Thank you for that, Ray. You know what I'm saying? You like I feel like you're like one of the first. I want to say a shout out to all my black women podcasters because I've I've done podcasts with a lot of y'all, and a lot of y'all be sticking up for us black men. And it's because of y'all. Y'all give a brother like me hope, you know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all, <laughs> y'all really do restore the hope, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I appreciate it, you know what I'm saying? I don't I don't know. I know some might not appreciate it, but hey, I appreciate it, you know what I'm saying? You know, because we got to hold everybody accountable. Yes, we do. Indeed, we do. Accountability. Yes, mm. yes. If I hope that's what y'all get from this episode. Now, Kendra, why do people need to subscribe to your podcast? Uh, you need to subscribe to my podcast because I am authentic and I am funny and I like to have a good time. 
And I, <laughs> I know I just said I'm judgmental, but, <laughs> but at the same time, I, allow, I hope that I am, my, my goal is to create a space where people can still come and talk about whatever it is that they want to talk about and not, um, feel like they'll be like, you know, like it's not a debate, you know, like every opinion is welcome, you know, like I like to try to see every angle of whatever scenario that we're talking about. Um, and I just love to have a good time. I think I deliver, you know, real conversations in a humorous way. Um, and, um, because I'm amazing. <laughs> That's it. That's all I yes. got. You're amazing. You're Come great. Um, with Kendra. <laughs> yes, uh, I want to thank you for having around with me. I, I appreciate you coming on. Blessing to look and talk with your presence. You know what I'm saying? Because this was definitely a really good um, talk. You know what I'm saying? I definitely appreciate it. I did too. Thank you. And you know what I'm saying? Like I said, um, whenever you're ready for me to return the favor, have you on. Have me on your podcast. Just let me know. Like I tell everybody, yes. I might be in Florida, but I'm just one DM away. You know what I'm saying? We yes. Together, you know what I'm saying? All 2021. Yes. I got to get you on one of my lives. I'm live every Saturday, y'all, on Instagram. Uh, that is 2.30 Pacific time and 5.30 Eastern time every Saturday. Yes, y'all heard it here. Go ahead and support Kendra. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Look and Talk. Thank you for pouring it up, everybody. Thank you for continuing to support all year long. Until the next time, once again, happy Mother's Day. Also, happy Mother's Day to you, Kendra. You know what I'm saying? And once again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for everybody for tuning in to Look and Talk. Until next time, the pod boss is out of here. Good night. <laughs>